cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends. <laughs> Target dollar section. <laughs> Sitting on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Cheaper than rehab. Hey, girl. Hey, Tiff. How's it going, Fal? Oh, it's great. Good. Now, now that I'm here. No kidding. Hey, everyone. Hi, audience. We're so glad that you're here. We are. Thank yeah. you for coming back. Yeah, we're excited to share with you more relational <laughs> stuff today. <laughs> Why is our life so relational? Uh, I think because we exist inside of ourselves and so everything is a relationship this girl going deep quick you asked <laughs> you didn't say hey foul shoot me a dick joke <laughs> we could have done that off off the cuff as well couldn't we have oh, yeah, yes we could have <laughs> yes we could have but <laughs> what's up what's up how's life what's going on it's going it's going uh uh, I'm ready for summer vacation. Are you? I am so ready for it. I feel bad for the kids because the kids are like, we're not done yet. And I'm like, dear God, I wish you were. Yeah. I wish you were. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready for the pool. You know, every time I drive past your pool, I look for you. Do you really? I do. I just told Michael yesterday that I needed to start laying out. However, we live in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. And every day is a crapshoot. Every day. Every freaking day. How was the weather with this weekend, Tiff? Don't worry, I'll answer for you. It was gorgeous. <laughs> How was the weather today, Fowl? Shit. <laughs> the pop filter didn't catch that one. <laughs> right? No kidding. It's pretty chitty. It was. Yeah. Well, and then um, so I had four shoots this weekend, and Saturday was nothing but just humid, like curtains of humidity i mean i was so i cannot even tell you how disgusting i was at the end of the day and then sunday i wake up and it's like cold in the morning yep my little micro clients were like it's so cold miss tiff i'm freezing and we're doing jumping jacks and we're like running in circles trying to stay warm (laughs) because they're in their spring clothes right and it's cold and then i had another shoot that evening and I'm dripping in sweat. I'm dying because it's so hot. Like, yep. what is wrong? What is wrong with this city? You live in San Antonio. I know. It's terrible. This is like literally bipolar weather. It is. Because uh, <clears throat> Saturday is going to be sunny and in the low 70s, high 60s. Y'all, it was almost 100 degrees last week. Yeah. It's insane. I like, don't know what to do. Yeah, it was close to 100 because I know I got I got into my car one day and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, the kids were the kids were swimming all last yeah. week. And yeah. now they're like, we can't get it. No, no, not with your asthmatic asses. No, no kidding. <laughs> and that was the weather report. Fallon, back to you. You know, sidebar, <laughs> my maiden last name is Frost. And I always thought that I would be an incredible meteorologist. You actually really would be. And now, Fallon Frost with your weather. Today's going to be a little frosty. <laughs> Double F. I had, a, I had like this little symbol I had drawn up for me that was going to be like my trademark and everything. Really? Yeah, with the double F. I love that. Yeah. And then I found out that there was another Fallon Frost. I think she was somewhere in the Northeast and she was really capitalizing on the... Um, the Frost name. 
Yeah, and she was just, she was a little more marketable than me. Like, I think she was into modeling, and she was, like, super hot and skinny with blonde hair. And Girl. Super tan. Are you really acting like you are not marketable? I, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm somebody's taste, but she was more of a universal taste. How you about were. that? <laughs> she was more universally uh-uh. I un-agree. palatable. I unagree. You are universally fantastic everybody that listens to our podcast and you guys it doesn't hurt my feelings everybody will listen to our podcast and tell me fallon is so amazing and i'm like i know i am just on her coattails (laughs) whatever (laughs) tiff literally texted me the other day she goes i don't know if i can have friends after you everybody would be so boring (laughs) Which is why she threatened to burn my house yes, down. Yes, it's true. I'm riding your coattails. I've like, I'm more like, a, I'm like a, a manipulative manager, like Elvis's manager. Like, I know this girl is going to be famous and I'm going to be like, yeah, let's do a podcast. Yeah, let me do social media. So that way when she gets famous, I'm like, yeah, she and I thick as thieves. You know what? We should do a podcast about famous best friends Ooh, i love that i think that would be really i mean that's relationship it is i'm gonna write that down right now famous best friends got my pen (laughs) content ideas and hey you know what guys if there is anything that you guys ever want to hear us talk about because we have opinions about every i'm sorry we have right opinions about everything Everything. Mm -hmm. so if there's ever anything that you want us to talk about on the podcast Mm -hmm. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Like, we would absolutely love to hear some of the things that you want to know about. Uh, by the way, right opinions are called facts. Oh, true, true, true. So we spit facts about everything. You don't like it, cancel us. Oh, I love it. I love it. We are spitting facts. <laughs> spitting them. You're welcome. <laughs> we should come up with a dictionary of all of our isms. We should. Because we have a lot of them. We do. Girl, see, I'm telling you, I'm marketing you until... You're marketing me. I love it. I love that you think that. (laughs) (laughs) Until we live in a fishbowl together. I'm waiting for the Unhinged podcast. That's the one I really want to cut loose on. We're going to do it. It's going to be so NSFW. (laughs) So I think... um, So in a few weeks, one of the things that Fallon and I both love to do is we love to travel. Mm -hmm. Um. And we, after three years, are finally taking our first trip together. Yay! I am so excited. We have to bring our husbands. Boo. Boo. (laughs) But. (laughs) No, I love you guys. No, yeah, we do. They probably won't listen to this. (laughs) Right? Oh, they will in the car right there. (laughs) Nine hours. Yeah. We're doing a road trip. We're not just traveling. We're, We're road tripping. Yeah. So you know, if there's a podcast the week after that road trip, it went well. Yes. If, if if our podcast is completely ghosted. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> Tiffany burnt down my house. We're probably in therapy. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Couples therapy. Couples therapy. <laughs> Absolutely. But we have decided to take this trip together. I'm so excited about it. We're going to New Orleans. Yay. Yay. So from San Antonio to New Orleans, it's a nine-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Our husbands will be sitting in the front seat. We mm-hmm. will be sitting in the back seat. Let's do our an unhinged recording in the backseat of the car. Oh, snap. 
That is an idea. Should we? We should. Would you guys want us to? I think we should. You know what? I just realized by the time this podcast drops, it will be post road trip. It will be post road trip. Yes. Oh, y'all are in for it. Y'all are in for it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yay. So anyway, I'm so excited about that. I'm excited about we're going to the Jazz Fest Yay. and there's an amazing lineup. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we're going to see Ludacris and Kane Brown and uh-huh. yeah, I don't and in a million other bands. Million. Yeah. So what tell me about a favorite concert that you have been to? Because everybody knows my favorite concert from last week's episode. Teehee. Teehee. For T Swift. Yes. That's <laughs> um, right. Favorite concert. That you've ever been to. Ooh. There are two. Okay. So in sync. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I was in the eighth grade, seventh grade. Okay. Something like that. Um, <clears throat> it was really cool because my best friend at the time, Callie, was uh, her mom took us. It was in Orlando. She lived in Clearwater. We got to skip school for the day. What? I got to sleep over at her house. What? And then we got dressed in our finest seventh grade attire, which was like a tank top and jeans for me. And then we took magic markers and we wrote their names all over our body, all over our arms, our face, everywhere. We went to McDonald's and we went to the McDonald's right outside of the the concert venue uh-huh because it was an arena obviously it's in sync and there were so many other girls there that completely just shit on us right we thought we were doing it these girls had like their faces painted on their nails like and you guys were like in your room one day like i have the best idea let's get a magic marker and write their names and claim them in the name of jesus all over our That will make them look at us from the stage and fall in love. Listen, Joey Fatone, if you're out there, we have been spiritually married since I was in the seventh grade. Your poster was on the back of my door. And before I would go to school every day, I would be like, bye, honey. (laughs) Yeah, you would. And he's tall. So I had to like pull the poster down so we could like meet lip to lip. (laughs) I also had his poster above my bed at night. No, you didn't. Oh, I did. He was on my ceiling, so at night I'd be like, I'll see you in the morning, babe. <laughs> Listen, man. That shit's awesome. <laughs> so, Joey, shout out for getting me through middle school. <laughs> it was your love, honey, that carried me. <laughs> <sighs> but that was, that's that's my first concert. And then my second one was fairly recently. It was actually here at the Aztec. Uh-huh. The internet came and performed. Uh-huh. And that's when I realized that I a thousand percent prefer small concert venues. Venues, It was so intimate. It was so amazing. And I think when the venue is really small, artists can really feed off of the crowd and their vibe and their interaction. It was amazing. I saw Love Child perform, which is another one of my favorite bands, The Internet, which is top top three for me. So it was awesome. That's awesome. Michael and I went to see Gary Clark Jr., I guess it was last year about this time and it was at the Tobin center and it was that small venue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we learned too, that we really loved the small venue vibe, but we also learned that we loved um, box seats. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it was a Christmas present for him. So, you right. know, I, I did the best. I, I did it, right? right. I, I did it up. You and did that. I did that, girl. <laughs> and so in so many ways. And so. Duly <laughs> noted. Because I'm, I'm actually buying us Erica Badu tickets. I know. I'm so excited. But we, you know. We, but you ain't getting boxy. Yeah, girl. I know. <laughs> I know I'm not to that. But like, we, we were like, oh, this is how. Oh. Oh. This is how you go to a concert. Oh. Oh, like you go and you sit and then you look at all the sorry people on the over there with no chairs because they paid general admission uh-huh. and they don't have any place to sit. And oh, wait, we have a waiter? Girl. Wait, what? What? I don't have to stand in line for drinks. Right. With all the sorry people? Like, no. yeah, yeah. So we decided we, we love money. <laughs> I'm so glad. That's so fitting for today's topic. <laughs> but do you, do you, okay, so obviously I don't have like Gary Clark all over my wall. I don't have Taylor Swift all over. I have her on my body, but I don't have her all over my wall. She is. Yeah. She's on those curves. Yeah, girl, because I got that, I got the heiress t-shirt on. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I wore it for you. Again, trying to make a Swifty out of my friend. Did you listen to that song I sent you? You did not. I sent you Taylor Swift of the day, T-S-O-T-D, sent you a song to listen to. You did, didn't you? You didn't. Did I listen to it? No, you, obviously you didn't, because if you did, you'd be like, Tiff, I am a Swifty as of today. Oh, is that what I would say? (laughs) I have been, I've been exposed to this woman for over a decade, but that one song would be the one. Yes. I just, okay, again, going back, going back to, I sent her a text, I sent, I sent Fallon a text with Taylor Swift of the day. I'm determined to make her a Swifty, but I've also decided that the easiest way to make her a Swifty is to make her husband one. He's way more impressionable. He is. He likes Nickelback. Go, don't. <laughs> I'm working on him, Tiff. <laughs> it's okay. I'm working on him. My husband likes Kings of Leon, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's something we should talk about in the road trip. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> and so we, you know, I was like, dude, I can convert Billy. That's not going to be a problem because once he gets excited about something, oh yeah, forget it's it. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. But my swiftiness mm-hmm. is in relationship with my daughter right. because she's a swifty. And so it's something I, I do like Taylor Swift's music. I think it's fun to sing along with. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those erratic cultists. You're not a Swifty. <laughs> well, I am a Swifty, but I'm not. There's levels of Swifties. Oh, okay. Right? There's levels of Swifties. So you're like, like the bronze level Swifty? I'm, yeah. There's the platinum. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely bronze level. And right? Alyssa is a platinum Swifty? I don't think she's platinum. Gold? To me, the platinums are the ones that buy into the conspiracy theories that are constantly on that side of TikTok who are doing all who are putting the maps together of her songs and like that's platinum level right, yeah right, Alyssa's right. Alyssa's probably between gold and silver I would think she knows all the words she loves the music but it's not her identity it's realistic yeah it's realistic yeah, okay. yeah. Can- and so I think I think that's a you know in talking about what we're talking about today which is our relationship with celebrities. Yeah, our relationship with celebrities. And how it affects our relationship with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. 
And just this idea of having relationships with celebrities, right? We talked about how this Taylor Swift concert, like she really goes out of her way to make everybody feel like they're the only one in the room, even though there are 70,000 people, right? right? Um, What is a relationship with a celebrity? What does that mean to you? Like, what is that definition? Like, what does that look like? And and to even think that we have, quote unquote, relationships with celebrities. Um, A relationship. So for me... Like most things, right? Like like we talked about in our fashion episode, right? It's a reflection of who we are. I think to some degree, the celebrities that we we buy into is also kind of a reflection of who we are. You know what I mean? Um, it's a one-sided relationship for sure. For sure. I mean, they like our money, but it's not like... <laughs> It's not like they're hitting us up like, hey, yeah, Taylor Swift, you have a cold. Taylor Swift by August is going to love her $500 million. I can't even I can't even conceptualize having that much money. That is her. That is the trajectory like of, her, this, tour? of this tour is $500 million. Yep. That is insane. In her pocket, baby. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, eh. I'm just saying like they absolutely love our $500 million. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. But yeah, yeah, for me, I think um, that relationship is just kind of a projection of our relationship with who either we are, what we value, or who we want to be. Uh Uh-oh. No, go ahead. (laughs) I'm making notes. Everybody, I have this notebook and a pen in my hand at all times because I am of the age where I forget things. And so I have to make little notes of things that I want to talk about while we're talking. I think that actually might be worth examining, right? Why do you feel like you're of the age? Because, <laughs> because I because I am rec- I am recognizing and realizing that there are certain things that at 36 mm-hmm. I think differently, I right. process differently. I do forget things more. So it's not even that I'm old, it's just that I'm recognizing that I have to wear magnifying glasses. Like, I have to wear peepers. Peepers? Yeah, I have to wear peepers. I have to make notes about things so I don't forget. It's just it's just one of those. As long as it wasn't the celebrities making you feel that way. <laughs> Perhaps they do. I mean, there's something to be said, right? Like, yeah. I saw a movie Megan Good was in. Mm-hmm. And Megan Good played the mom. And I was like, What? And Megan Good and I are the same age, but I just didn't see myself as TV mom material. The age, but the age of what child? Like what, what was the age of her children in the movie? I think it was like a, a young teen, which I mean, I have a, I have a preteen. Holy cow. This is, this is happening in real time. I'm, look guys, I'm TV mom age. I just realized in real time. And I also found two gray hairs this weekend and I cried. That's, oh my god where on your body did you find them on my head oh, okay. <laughs> i mean never mind the joke is too easy yeah <laughs> save it for the unhinged podcast valen save it but now yeah, i think um i guess i guess that's another example of media uh reflecting our reality back to us Absolutely. What is your reality when it comes to your relationship with celebrities? My relationship? I don't know. I, 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 I personally, it's hard for me because I don't believe that there's any such thing as an ethical rich person. <laughs> right. But at the same time, 
I can't help but to buy into certain celebrities. Do you buy who, into any? Who are your faves? Yee! Um, off the top of my head, yep. Dave Chappelle is probably top tier for me. I don't think there's much. And I, I mean, y'all go ahead and cancel me. I all all thirteen of you cancel lo- local cable. Cancel local cable. Um, but Dave Chappelle, I just I love I love his work. I like the way he thinks. I like what he's done. I just like him as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I realized in like storyboarding this that it has to be a intersection between art and personality. Right. You have to have both. You have to you have, have it all. You have to have both. Because there's a lot of, there are a lot of celebrities. I love their music, you know, but I don't know anything about them as a human. So I can't co-sign. Right. <laughs> or I do know enough about them to be like, uh, I like the, I like what you do, but I hate your personality. Right. Like, or, or what? I like you as a person, but I'm not a fan of what you do. Yeah, I have a yeah. ton of those celebrities. Yeah, a ton of those celebrities. But yeah, but Dave Chappelle, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, I love her. She's, I want to be like her. She's just so, she's secure. so cool, so cool, so secure. I, you know, God, I do. I have any people on my my list that aren't nepo babies though? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I guess I'd be cool and secure if I grew up and Diana Ross That's, was my yeah. mom. And yeah, I've just had access to millions from birth right that's like a whole conversation in and of itself because like uh julia louis dreyfus is like a nepo baby too yes like her her dad is legit was legitimately a billionaire and so but she's proven herself and i think tracy has as well absolutely like they've proven who they really are they've even in that shadow and with that scarlet letter on right. they've proven that they have talent and giftedness and beauty in and of themselves right. apart from who they came from but you know what it's interesting um when i was when we were working this this podcast and i i actually made a list of all the celebrities that i like all of the women were biracial and i didn't even realize it <gasps> Wow. Tracy Ellis Ross. Rashida Jones was on my list. Wow. Amanda Seals was on my list. Because you identify with them. And I didn't even realize it. And so that's when I was like, oh my gosh, we, we, I think we buy into celebrities that reflect us. Absolutely. So then like, sometimes it's hard for me to even separate the artist from the art. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if I'm or I guess I have to because if I buy into you as a celebrity I think subconsciously I'm like yo you are out there representing me don't make me look dumb right Right. I don't know it's kind of weird no I think I mean I think it's true right I think like for me for me I was a huge I had a huge girl crush on Meg Ryan in the 90s Mm -hmm. um, because I'm I love rom-coms right they're like my vibe I'm ready for them to come back full force (laughs) like good ones to come back full force and so but she was like always played this kind of this quirky girl who didn't really know who she was Mm -hmm. and it totally represented who I was as a person you know and that but that was a day and age where we didn't have, I mean, we had the internet, but it wasn't like it is now. I was like, it wasn't her movie like You've Got Mail? One of them, yeah. So we did have the internet. Well, yeah, but <laughs> what I'm saying, but it was dial-up. Like, the whole movie is AOL dial-up. Like, at the beginning of the movie, you hear the... Like, and you hope your mom doesn't pick up the phone yes, and, and she's, you off. Yeah, and she's on her computer, and you see 
AOL and it's you've got mail, right? And so it was the beginning of that age. Right. And it's a remake of a movie. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's a remake of a, a movie about actual letters that were sent back and forth to people with what is called the United States Post Office. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the Postmaster General. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> you are a private entity and you can do so. So <laughs> so just this um, idea that she, so we didn't ha- I didn't have a whole lot of access to her personal life mm-hmm. except in People Magazine or you know maybe a it, we didn't have TMZ. We had, you know, whatever we had, whatever magazine show we had. Oh, um, we had the National Enquirer. Uh, but, yeah, in, but an Inside Edition and in, in Entertainment Tonight on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so you didn't have as much access to their personal. You didn't see their daily personal life as much, but right. you knew she was married, and she had a son named Jack, and she was married to uh, the other uh, uh, Dennis Quaid. She was married to Dennis. Oh, Quaid. she sure Not was. De- Is it Dennis? Yeah. There's two Quaids. Oh, yeah, not Randy. Oh, it definitely wasn't Randy. <laughs> definitely was So she was married to Dennis Quaid. Like, you know, so she she came from the whole... Sidebar. Yeah. Dennis Quaid married, like, a 20-year-old girl. <sighs> so disgusting. He sure did. Like, he's, like... He's, like, 60. He's pushing 70. Yeah. He looks great, though. Oh, well, plastic surgery, of course he does. Yeah. Oh, God. We're, we're just getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are, aren't we? <laughs> Damn. Anyway, my whole point is as I'm rambling, that she, you know, she exuded this thing, this journey, right, that I was on in my own life, trying to figure out who I was. And I just identified with her. And right. so I kind of fangirled on her, you know. Um, Is that the only time you can recall fangirling? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not, I've never been the posters on the ceiling, <laughs> kiss you goodnight type Love of you, girl. baby. Yeah. That's just never been me. Um so yeah, so it's just interesting to see how celebrities can reflect who we are, right? Um, and that that's kind of what makes us cling to them, right? Right. It, um. So, one of the celebrities I really really like, but I won't say like I'm a total stand for is Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Alicia, but one of the reasons why is she's very different for me. Because the reason why I started identifying with her is her body type. Alicia and I have a very similar body type. Okay. And so I remember when I was coming of age and coming into my own fashion sense, I would follow her and just kind of see the types of clothes that she would wear and be like, okay, if I can mimic something like that, then I'll be fashionable, right? And I remember um, reading on one of those internet blogs or something where there was a picture of her and people were shredding her body apart <sighs> like look at her with those big grandma legs oh my and, gosh you know she small ch- like all of these things and even though they were talking about alicia they were talking about you i felt like they were talking about me and that for me was kind of the moment where i realized oh there is a relationship yeah that we have with these celebrities albeit one-sided but right there definitely is a relationship there right and it does reflect who we are and I think that as the veil has been kind of torn down right Mm -hmm. and we are becoming closer and closer to our celebrity people our our crushes are the people that we you know honor you know value or whatever right we feel like we're really a part of their life and so 
things that are said to them actually feel like they're said to us. Yeah. Say something about Beyonce and see what happens in the beehive. Listen, I know we we're quick to be like cancel has, but the beehive will like assassinate. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's because it's personal to them. It is. There's something about her music. There's a song, something that spoke directly to them and it becomes very personal. And that's why having this conversation is important. Right. Because we have to know how to handle this relationship Absolutely. and we have to know how to discern the difference between the truth and the lies in it all. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Right. yeah. So when we're thinking about the relationship with celebrities, it is very one-sided on our part with the celebrities. But I think the media understands that it's not. Right. Right. So what role in this this two-way relationship do you feel like the media is playing when 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 uh they're exposing us to all of these these uh what's the word i'm looking for damn it i need a i need a dictionary tiff (laughs) (laughs) exposing us to the uh god the inner workings no i don't of i don't know what words you're looking for Help me out, cause I, okay. So I don't know. There's a pivot, word, and it's pivot, on pivot, pivot. No, like pivot your thought and like oh. try to reprocess it. That totally wasn't the word, Tim. <laughs> I don't know what word I'm looking for, but that wasn't was not it. the word. <laughs> no, but I, I just mean like in terms of right, like the media is aware of the effect that celebrities have on us. Yes, they they are. They're aware of it. Right. So do you feel like the current culture with celebrities is intentional? I feel like, yes, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's this really entangled. There's an entanglement there, right? (laughs) We love that word. There's an entanglement, right? Mm -hmm. Because why does the, especially celebrity gossip, Mm-hmm. Those media outlets, what are they trying to do? Right. They're, what is their goal? Their right. goal is to clickbait, sell ads, sell papers, right? right? right. <laughs> For lack of a better perspective, right? They right. want to sell papers, right? So their goal, that is their goal. Right. So it, And so the celebrities have to kind of mold into that if you guys could see me right now i am a hand talker and i'm trying to i'm trying to like listen to tiff but i keep getting distracted by dinosaur hands yes and so i am i am a hand talker there is absolutely no way i can talk without my hands your hands baby you good i do but like it's really hard because there's this microphone in front of me and i and so what i tend to do you guys I wish she I could frames see. the mic. With I her frame hand. the mic with my hand, or I lift them above my hand, my head, so I can talk with my hands, <laughs> so that Fallon can see what I'm trying to say. Because it's really important <laughs> to her point that I, I see her hands. Damn it! Look at my hands. I can't wait until we go on tour someday because we will. Uh-huh. Everybody's going to see you sitting all quietly, and they're going to see me just my dinosaur dinosaur hands. hands. Yeah, absolutely. Me sitting quietly. Yes, I love it. <laughs> That's what I do. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, what was I saying? Anyway, so because the media drives that, Mm -hmm. they drive that headline. Right. 
And the celebrity's job is to do what? Get the attention. Mm-hmm. They have to collide at some point. But I think what's... It's interesting with the media, right? Because I feel like the media is kind of like this intermediary between us and the celebrities. And so, like, we've been... Like, we've said it several times already. Like, it's a one-sided relationship, right? But I think it's one-sided in the sense of what we control. Because... Yes celebrities are very aware of what they're putting out there yes, right they are they're super aware of what they're putting out there they're super aware that this is their connection to us and this is the tool that they utilize to do it which is kind of sucks because when it comes to accountability it gets it gets kind of muddied right like i can put some stuff out there and the media take it and i'm like oh i didn't mean it that way mm-hmm. i didn't mean didn't you though didn't you though yeah like this whole thing with kylie jenner yes and the misconception that she's had so much work done to her face right so that's the headline right now that's kind of what we're reading she had this interview with i don't know i don't know who the interview was with because i've seen several different um outlets just kind of pick the story up and run got you but i was reading it in l okay and <clears throat> yeah, and she was just saying that it's a misconception that she's had all this work done to her face. Well, I mean, man, we have eyes. Yeah, we and have pictures. Eyes. Don't yeah, don't treat me like I'm stupid. Right? Yeah. Right. And so there's that kind of who are you being like this these are the people. Cause she has a she has a violent fan base, just like Beyonce does, just like Taylor Swift Blows does, just mind. like Rihanna does. Kendall or Kylie has a violent fan base. But for what? Like, I can see everybody else because they have, like, a giftedness. And it's like, what does she do? She Jenners? <laughs> like, even her makeup line is basically ColourPop. It is. Like, it's all made in the same factory. Like, it's ColourPop with her. So it's not even, like, an original... Like, I don't understand. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. Go yeah, back to what I, you're I think, saying. I think a lot of times, especially like when people become famous, like what they're famous for comes after being famous. Like, I think a lot of times the fame is just a stroke of good planning and good luck. And mm-hmm. then they're just like, OK, now I have to pick some legitimacy to right, maintain right. relevance. Right. For sure. But like with Kylie, like you have this rabid fan base of people who hang on your every word, who 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 are making you the youngest self-made billionaire bullshit, right? Yeah, but but you can't even you can't even be honest with them, right? right? Right. Like I think one of the quotes she said, and don't quote me on this quote, but <laughs> she says something like, "I'm just trying to be more natural and embracing my my natural beauty and my natural freckles." And I'm like, "Girl, what's natural about you?" What? And it. It's it's 2023. Like, we love a self-aware queen, right? Like, if plastic surgery is your jam, bitch, own Just it. Just say it. Just say it. Like, Cardi does it all the time, you know? Yeah. I know people have feelings about Cardi, but she's like, I know everybody's like, I get lipo all the time, and y'all right, but I still go to the gym. You know, let us know that what we're looking at right. isn't realistic. Right. It isn't attainable for the people that, that watch you and hang on your every word and want to be like you. Right. You know what I mean? Especially the younger that fan base becomes. Right. You know, the younger that fan base becomes, the more responsibility you have to some sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like what you're talking about. Your, your 
two concert experiences that you just absolutely loved. You had NSYNC. Well, when you were that child, you really thought riding on your body with the magic marker was making a statement and doing something. I I genuinely thought that that me and Joey were going to get married. Like it it, it, was, it wasn't exactly it wasn't far fetched to me. It, it was magical thinking, right? Absolutely. Which is what young girls have is this sense of magical thinking. The world is our oyster, and we can. Is that how? Is that the saying? Yes. Okay. I don't. I don't know where <laughs> the world is our oyster, which that doesn't make any sense to me. But okay, and <laughs> we, we, we'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> we'll there, hit the Googles on that one. That's right, Miss Astor. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and so we. You know, we have all of this ideology, right? right? That anything is possible, right? Right. I can become, and I think now that we are having the veil has been torn and we're becoming closer, and and celebrities are taking more ownership of their narrative, and the media has its part, mm-hmm. which to me is to destroy and sabotage in a lot of ways, <laughs> right? But you have TikToks and you have Instagram and you have, you know, all of these outlets where you have celebrities saying, no, you can access my life. But what is that life? What is that life? Right. Is that life real or is it like, what is that life? Well, I, I, there's, there's two schools of thought for me. Um, you have the celebrities that, um, kind of are, trying to be relatable or at least cosplaying normalcy. Mm-hmm. But then you have the celebrities like the Kardashians who are actively going out of their way to seem as unattainable as possible. Right. Um, aristocracy. Right. Right. Aristocracy. So, that's kind of my buzz. That's my new word of the month, by the way. Aristocracy. Yeah. Cause I think that that's where we're going as a country. That's another podcast. Yeah, it is. But go ahead. <laughs> but I think like, for example, with the Kardashians and the whole BBL, which for the uninitiated, a Brazilian butt lift. Right. BBL. BBL is a very popular, very dangerous surgery that a lot of women um, and some men are getting where it takes fat from other parts of your body and puts it in your butt and um, makes your waist incredibly small, but your hips and your butt disproportionately large. Right. And these girls out here are looking amazing. Some of them. Like Bratz dolls. <laughs> like Bratz dolls, right? <laughs> Wisdom tooth <laughs> with legs. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, there are women out here who are looking great. And I think the, the explosion of that aesthetic it has di- direct roots in the Kardashians. Well, guess what? You know, like most things, if the if the supply goes up, it becomes cheaper, mm-hmm. right? And it used to be you had to have money and a good surgeon to get a look like a Kardashian. Right. And now anybody with three grand can fly to Mexico or the Dominican Republic and get the surgery done and be back at work within a week or two. If you come back. If you come back, right? <laughs> we don't recommend you doing that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just 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 vet your surgeons, y'all. Um, but yeah, it it and now that this aesthetic is is accessible to the normal women, guess what? All of the Kardashians are having their BBLs reversed. Yeah, because everybody else has it. You've got Ky- Kylie who's like, I just want to embrace being natural, my natural beauty. No, you mean 
everybody went and got plastic surgery to look like you. And so now you're going to switch it up again. Yes. It's the same thing with Kim. You know, yes. Kim divorced Kanye. Now she's no longer in that rapper life wife lifestyle. And now all of a sudden she she's much more proportionate. The diaper butt is gone. Same mm-hmm. thing with her sister. So her sisters. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, that there's there's that school of thought. And then there's, you know, the other side where um, they're cosplaying normalcy, where they're um they're recording content and putting stuff out there that makes them seem as normal as possible, but it's not any less insidious than what the Kardashians do because what it does is it creates a a bar of comparison between us and the celebrities where we're like, wow, you know, if they can do it, I can do it too, but we're not privy to what's happening behind the scenes. Right. The, the teams of people that it takes for them to seem normal teams, teams, right. Right. Not just one nanny, but four nannies. Right. Which ultimately affects our relationship with ourselves because now we have another aspect of something to compare ourselves and mm-hmm. fail miserably with. Right? right. We talked about that just within our podcast, right? Like struggling with social media, struggling with making TikTok, struggling like, because that's a whole, that's like a full-time job. Yeah. But we have full-time jobs and yeah. we're students and we're mothers and we're wives and we're, you know, we have all of this other. And we got to make time to be besties. Yeah, we that's do. That's a full-time job. Because like if we had, if we had nannies, and a social media manager, me and this girl will be at happy hour at happy hour at, at trivia night two fifty nine. <laughs> <laughs> when this is over, for you real, know? for real, for real, for real. I tell you what, it wouldn't have taken us three years to go on a trip. That's for damn sure. You know what I'm for saying? Damn sure. But, but we live in reality. But we live in reality, right? And I think that I think that this is something to grasp onto. You cannot tell what the you cannot tell what a lie is until you know the truth. Ooh. Talk about where the country's going. And <laughs> we have to have some discernment in that. Absolutely. And we can't do that if we're not willing to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, like, why mm-hmm. am I, you know, look at ourselves and our relationship with our celebrity fan, you know, our fandom to certain whatever that is. Right. It could be an athlete. It could be, you know, whoever else. And just understanding that we have to have all of the information in order to make good decisions about that. Right. And celebrities don't want us to have all of the information. Right. Right. Because they're, like you said, cosplaying. They want to be accessible. Right. But are they accessible? And what does that do to us? Right. What does that do to what does that do to our self-worth? What does that do to the the way that we see ourselves? Well, I I think as women, we already have a lot of unrealistic standards that we put on ourselves. For sure. You know what I mean? Um, But when you add the component of what celebrities are influencing us even subconsciously like you know I, you know we've had kids we know what it's like postpartum for sure i feel like i feel like even after you have the baby i call it the fourth trimester because yeah. especially if you're breastfeeding it's it's in a lot of ways a lot harder than being pregnant right because at least before you know the baby goes where you go because he's in your tummy mm-hmm. but 
Yeah, and it's what? it's being the baby's being taken care of naturally, naturally with inside your body. Now it's like a thing you have to do. It's a right? thing you have to do on top of washing you have bottles, to keep this and person alive, <laughs> and bathing, and appointments. And if you have other kids, try explaining to them. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that another sibling has the priority right now. It's hard. Right. And so those are like some of the things that I think of. And then to watch another celebrity that had a baby at the same time as me and a week later is Snatched. like, yeah. just like, I love Janae Aiko. I do. I love her. Mm-hmm. And I've just been kind of following her on Instagram since she since she just had her her son, Noah. And I'm just cracking up because she does like these makeup videos <laughs> with Noah in the background and I'm like god I wish I wish I could have been that cute you know what I mean as a as a new mom like you know putting my clothes together and making myself feel good and you know going out and working out but uh, I'm not seeing the three personal assistants in her house and the live-in nanny and the chef and the 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 spiritual the spirit guide that lives in a tent in her backyard and they share crystals. Like, you know what I mean? All of these things that are in place yeah. to allow her to come across to me as the representation as normal or the representation of what I want to be. Right. Right. She's easy. She's breezy. She's beautiful. spiritual. She's beautiful. She's grounded. She's earthy. Like I love all those things. I can't be those things. I can't, I have, I have bills to pay and I have school and my, and you know, I've got a husband and kids and obligations, but I'm comparing myself to absolutely to her normal. Right. Am right. I, I hope I'm making sense. It, it totally makes sense because I think at one time we would compare ourselves to their success. Right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to be, I want to be be an actress or I I want to be famous or I right. want to be, you know, seen. Right. I want to be seen. I want to be recognized. I want to be honored. I want to be all of these things. But now mm-hmm. it's that normalcy thing. Right. That's not normal. It's not. It's, it's not normal at all. Right. No, I... <clears throat> Sorry. No, it's not normal at all. And I think <laughs> while you were talking, I was sitting there and I was like, God, I wonder what Marilyn Monroe's Instagram would be like if she oh. was alive today. <laughs> right. Because like we I think of Marilyn Monroe and she is the bombshell. Right. right. Like she she was the prototype for that kind of sex symbol. Right. But knowing what I know about her from memoirs and, and friends. She was a mess. She, she was a mess. She, she would have also, been like, she would have been Britney. She, uh, I think she would have been Britney. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. She had a lot going on. Uh-huh. And so I'm wondering, like with these celebrities, the ones that we think of in times past, like would we feel the same way about them if, if they were alive now? At, with the and level we of- saw Right. Yeah, with the level of exposure that or accessibility, I right. guess is the word. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, it was just a sidebar. No, it, it, and it's a it's a good one, right? Because I think it also, you know, we need to understand what the definition of a celebrity is. We've been talking about it for forty five minutes, but like in my childhood, celebrities were very compartmentalized. It was like you were a movie star, you were a daytime TV star, right. you were. a you know, you were an athlete, you were a model. Right. But now everything is just the word celebrity and anybody can be that. Right. 
Like last week we were on TikTok um, watching Octopus Lover, who has <laughs> who we love on TikTok, by the way. But like, you know, he started out with this famous video, like impersonating or saying, okay, if things in history happened right now, how how would that look, you right. know? And um, it was started with the John Hancock signature, you know, J-O-H-N, half a page. <laughs> like, it was the best <laughs> to him getting into conversation, you know, doing these duets with the, the Jonas, Jonas brothers. brothers and ending up on Jimmy Fallon, like, wow. within, like, four weeks. Yeah. And Insane. now he's a celebrity, he has a celebrity status. He does. And he may not be platinum. Right. But he has a celebrity status. Yeah. Buzzword for you since we've been on our buzzwords. What, yeah, what, yeah. What's your word of the month? Aristocracy? Yeah, aristocracy. Spectrum. <laughs> no, but I, I, yeah. every, everything... Has a spectrum. Yeah. Everything has a spectrum nowadays. And, and, and stardom isn't, isn't exempt from that. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, we've got the multi-hyphenates who are, yeah, I'm an actress and a singer and I wrote a book and I'm also a chef and you know what I mean? And oh, I, and I'm a political activist and and then you have... Okay, Jane Fonda. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. That was a good podcast, wasn't it? It was. Did you listen to it? It no. was so good. I had it. You're I like, had no. a chance. I have no it was life. so good. Anyway... Uh, but you have those type of celebrities and then you have like the Kardashians and the Jenners where it's like, we'll get famous first and then, you know, figure out a way to stay relevant afterward. Right. You know what I mean? We, we, we're constantly rebranding ourselves at, per whatever the zeitgeist demands. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd call that a celebrity, but whatevs. They're, they're rich and famous. And that's it. Rich and famous equals celebrity. Famous. You don't even have to be rich. Like these people on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, that's true. They're just famous. They're famous just, equals celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Where that used to not be the case. Right. You had to work for that or you had to be born into that. Mm-hmm. Like there was. It, I I think about the hide your wife, hide your kids guy. And I'm just like, <laughs> damn it. I if still he, say that, by the way. But if he had a TikTok, he'd probably be rich and famous by now. Yes. He was just like a decade too early. Every time I park in a parking lot and it, there's like a sign that says hide your valuables. Add your wife. Add your key. It's just in my head. Or when somebody's like coughing or something, I'm like, I got bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. My, my favorite is, I'm Donna Goodo. Have you ever seen Donna Goodo? I uh, know. Oh, girl. Okay, for 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 those who know, I'm gonna put Tiff on later. Okay, Donna Goodo. Oh God, so funny. bring back Vine, <laughs> right? And bring back Vine. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, we're, we're coming out of the rabbit hole. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Yet again, here we are. Um, so I think that because because of that, boundaries and responsibility are being thrown out the window. Yeah, you know because. Anybody can be a celebrity right now. Right. Like you said, you don't even have to be rich anymore. You can just be famous. Right. Whereas one time you had to have a role. Right. To become famous. Mm-hmm. Whether it was like you called me Miss Astor earlier. <laughs> um, my grandmother used to call me Miss Astor whenever I would dress up. or And she was a socialite mm-hmm. in the Gilded Age in the 1800s. And like that's what she was known for. She's part of that whole 
development of the Waldorf Astoria right. and, and that historic hotel chain. Probably and hung with the Rockefellers. She she lived on Fifth Avenue. She yeah. has this huge monument in the middle of New York that you can go visit. Like wait, she's a monument. She does. It's a it's where she's buried. It's, it, what's it called? A set a or whatever. It's like thirty six feet tall. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she buried underneath? Yeah. It? Shut up. Yeah. In the middle of New York on the corner of like Wall Street and, you know, Fifth Avenue or something crazy like that. I see you, Miss Astor. Exactly, girl. (laughs) Now I'm like, oh, my girl, my mom, my grandma was calling me a bad bitch all those years and I didn't even know it, you know? You right, granny. But she was a socialite, right? Right. Which then Paris Hilton came. She was like this. I mean, there was plenty in between, but like from a media standpoint, Paris Hilton came along who became famous for just being a Hilton. Right. Again, hotels, right? Just being a Hilton. And then and then she went into the movies and then she went into I mean her TV show and then, you know. Right. But you also had the you had Brooke Shields who was a movie star. Yeah. She did the work. Yeah. You know to become famous. Yeah. And now you don't have I mean, not that making a TikTok isn't work. Right. But it's not the same. It's not, but I, I, it's again, God, nothing's ever easy, black or white, right? Because right. there, there is a wealth of individuals that rightfully should be famous, that Absolutely. could be famous. And I love the idea that these, these social media platforms allows them to put out their art in the best way they can. Absolutely. Um, and we've talked about that. We've talked about like the guy who does. And I don't know if you remember this. It was on one of our podcasts. I don't know if it ever hit the air because <laughs> we have a lot that didn't. But it was about the guy who would do the reenactments of Special Victims Unit. Oh, my gosh. Brilliant. 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 Best, best unpaid gig actor ever. Ever. He did that. He did it. You know, but yeah, like I, I every time I, I, I get on the socials, I'm like, God, there can't be that many hilarious, talented, smart people in the world. And they are our singers. Right. All the people that sing. Yeah. And they're not singing and they <laughs> should be. Yeah. Like, it's incredible to me. Yeah. So I, I think <clears throat> with that kind of accessibility, it's good, but then it's also bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have to have some level of media literacy yeah, and kind of regulating our relationships with, with celebrities and with ourselves, Because we're the only ones that can do that in this relationship. Right. 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 And I, I, I mean, I say it more so in regulating ourselves. Like there are certain celebrities that I don't follow because not because they're problematic, but because you know what? I don't want to feel bad because, yeah. you know, she's gorgeous and she might be, a type that I wish I looked like. And what I don't want to do is every time I log into my phone, be reminded that I don't look like that or, you know what I mean? And so it doesn't necessarily, you know, doesn't necessarily mean the celebrity is problematic, but I have enough self-awareness to know when I'm triggered. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think there needs to be more conversations about, you know, kind of what we can do mm-hmm. to help ourselves. Cause we put a lot of responsibility on celebrities, right? You're a role model, you're out there, but at the end of the day, 
they are the product that they're selling and they're not going to stop that bag. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. And we have to we have to realize, too, that even in their celebrity-ness, mm-hmm. um, that and I think this does this does lend to our responsibility in it that in their celebrityness they are human right and there has to be some level of grace for them right in their humanity as in the same way they're figuring th- i think that in the same way they're figuring things out we're figuring things out right. i think the problem comes when we think they have it figured out right and then we think less of ourselves because we feel like we should be there like you said earlier mm-hmm. Wait a second. Am I old enough to be a TV mom? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's there has to be some awareness right. to all of that. Does that make sense? No, it yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense cuz what I'm hearing when you say that is we put these people up on pedestals. It's not necessarily that they tell us that they have it all figured out. It's just we put them up there and then when they fall, we rip them apart. We do. And uh, I think I think there's room for grace there. Mm-hmm. But I also think too, just like with the Alicia Keys thing, right? When, when our favorite celebrities are being dragged down, sometimes it's hard not to internalize that as well, right? It doesn't have to be like, you know, oh, I have the same body type as that celebrity. But, oh, I kind of agree with that celebrity who just got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or okay. vice versa if a celebrity says something about themselves like you right. you saw like you showed me that picture of the girl and tell me yeah. a little bit about that yeah so there was a young lady on tiktok and she was like hey when it was it was a post and she was like when a celebrity with multi with millions of followers um openly says that her biggest fear is looking like me That was rough. That's rough. And I'm sure that celebrity didn't like go out of the way and be like, you, Becky, it's you I don't want to look like. But it's hard when Becky's like, but that's what I look like. Right. Yeah. Right. So we have a role to play. We do. We for sure have a role to play. And a responsibility. And and it's not a responsibility to the celebrities or the media. It's a responsibility to ourselves. Absolutely. The most important relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And so when we talk about relationships with celebrities, what we're really talking about is a level of self-awareness right. and a relationship with ourselves. Absolutely. Knowing who we are, where we came from, where we're going, why. Mm-hmm. Why do I kiss my poster every time? Because <laughs> at 12, that man was born. <laughs> With his with his red mohawk, come and get me. And he was he was like he was the chunky boy of the group. And I you know I like him chunky. <laughs> he was the chunky he boy was. of the group. The all okay. I take it back. Moto moto. I am going to tell you. <laughs> so you're crazy, girl. You know that, right? You crazy. That's why I love you. I. <laughs> I, I loved Michael Jackson like that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You guys got to hear about. <laughs> You'll have to hear about my love. I loved Michael Jackson like that. I wasn't even going to bring up Will Smith because he's just so <laughs> topical right now. Yeah, yeah. But he was he was he was another one for yeah, me. Yeah, but I, I was in love. Yeah, I was 
definitely I didn't have posters of him or anything like that but I did have you know I did have the album that opened with his white suit and he was laying on his side this is before all of his transformations (laughs) and oh he's just like he's beautiful yeah baby as I'm like petting him petting petting the album (laughs) cover the album I'm like Ebony, Ebony, it's you and me, baby. Yes, perfect harmony. Let's go, you know. And so, <laughs> like the keys on your keyboard, play them, play them, play them with those beautiful hands of yours. So yeah, I had I had a huge crush, huge crush on him. Aww. First Black Michael I ever loved. The and first, the not first, the last, not the last. There you go. So, um, so yeah, no, I understand that. But as we grow older, yeah, you know, we put away our childish things and we do, we do. And we have to have a responsibility and understanding that there is total psychology behind celebrities in the way we view them and the way we view ourselves. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about what about that Dove commercial tip, girl? Let's talk about that Dove commercial. Right? You got to you got to send me like cry trigger warning. <laughs> I probably should. Cuz I'm 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 going through a lot of stress right now, but I'm managing well. Tiff sends me this text message. You're rocking it, girl. And I was just bald at the yeah. end of it. Yeah, it's this it's this TikTok and um I it was a Dove commercial and it was the whole purpose of the Dove commercial was the cost of toxic beauty content is greater than we think. And it was this journey of this young girl who was beautiful and loved beautiful. herself mm-hmm. in from a childhood into her teenage years and becoming severely anorexic. And celebrities contribute to that toxic beauty content in so many ways and well a lot of things in society are set up yes. against us for sure for but sure, celebrities for sure. don't make it easy yeah they don't they really don't they don't make it especially easy. when they're not being accountable or when they're honest. not being honest yeah and so in order for us like kind of going back to that idea of like what with this being a one-sided relationship and i'm the only one i can control in it right educating yourself on in in taking those blinders off so that you can see the whole perspective. Right. Um, And because you cannot know what a lie is until you know what the truth is. Right. And so seeking the truth, not that you have to know all of it, but seeking the truth about what all of that really looks like. Right. um, So that you can know in your life, you can reflect a truth as well. I think, I think even more realistic place to start is you have to know the truth about yourself. Yeah. Right? You have to know the truth about yourself in order to regulate that relationship. You know? And what, what do mean? you what do you mean by that? Like what do you like what would be some truths that would be important to know about ourselves to help us have honest relationships with celebrities? I think knowing your worth. Mm. I think um, being honest with yourself, like I said, there are beautiful celebrities that I love that I don't follow because, you know, I have my own insecurities and I don't want to be triggered. But I'd have to be 
I'd have to know myself well enough to know, like, this isn't a her thing. It's a me thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's not you. It's me. (laughs) For real. For real. For real. (laughs) But like truths like that, knowing who you are, you know what I mean? Knowing what triggers you, what motivates you, Mm -hmm. what makes you angry. You know what I mean? These are things that help us kind of regulate that emotion. Yeah. You know, I'm wondering how we as we're discovering those things about ourselves, how do we maintain a healthy relationship with celebrities because they're in our face, right? So because that those things, right, knowing ourselves, understanding who we are, having that value, that's all like on as we go. Right. 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 So I guess this is all unprocessed thinking, you guys. Welcome to <laughs> the inside. In real of, time. This is real time, real time. Like, welcome to Tiffany's head. But I'm just wondering how that works. Right. Right. How does that work? How does that? And this is just a question maybe that's just for the void. Maybe there's no answer for it right now. Mm-hmm. I think that you're right that we have to have some sort of awareness about those things wherever we're at on that journey. Right. Um, and understanding the role that those celebrities play in our lives and recognizing that we should always trump that. Yeah. Yeah. Me not, over everything. Not President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me over everything. Yeah, me over everything. Me over everything. Right. Because it's unfair to ourselves to compare our behind the scenes to their stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think uh, I think on that note, think we should dip out tiff because <laughs> <laughs> this conversation can just keep going keep but here's going. here's my here's here I, why don't why don't we close with one more word of encouragement so what would be your word of encouragement for the day um my word of encouragement my words of encouragement for today um i think if I could reiterate anything, just remember who you are might not always be your fault, but it is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. And that applies to our relationship with ourselves, with our families, with celebrities, with fashion. Yeah. You know, there are there are things that are always working against us. There's always, you know, the media is telling us how to feel and our families. You know, some of us were raised in kind of rough environments and and these things aren't our fault, but it's our responsibility to overcome. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Tiff? I my last I think my last word of encouragement is just just be gentle with yourself, because I think that um, we are in a place where we are so inundated with so many different messages um, that the messages that we tell ourselves have to be of kindness and love. And as we're figuring these things out, as we're figuring out these relationships with fashion and ourselves and each other and celebrities and that we have to realize that it's a journey. And, um, and in that journey, we, we just really have to be in a place where we say, Girl, you got this, right? (laughs) Give yourself a little grace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So with that, girl, you got this, foul. Get your shit together, too. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. See you next week. Bye.